Hey there, this is Miss Emma Grace. You're listening to Rooted. This is the first episode of our new series that will last until the end of the spring 2020 semester called Rooted Senior Conversations. During these episodes, we want to focus in on seniors and what their Huntington stories are. We want to give them the opportunity to tell their stories, how they got to HU, how they've grown at HU, and what their hopes are for the future. Make sure you subscribe to Rooted by searching Forrester Radio Rooted on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. And as always, you can stream Forrester Radio anytime, anywhere on ForresterRadio.com. For this first episode of Rooted Senior Conversations, I called one of my best friends, Paige Schreiber, to talk about how our transitions to online schooling are going as seniors and our HU journey. I am so, so excited for you to take a listen. Hello, Paige. Hi, Emma. <laughs> so about what? Two, three weeks ago, um, we got the email from Huntington that we were not going to be coming back to campus um, for school. And so I was wondering um, how you, what your feelings were when you received that email. Yeah, um, it just started out, hey, like we're going to spend spring break because of the coronavirus. And it seemed like it wasn't like such a big deal because a bunch of schools were doing it. And it's just like we had our spring break and we always thought it was going to be like a week or two. Um, and then when it became a thing of, an entire semester being gone, um, it was really hard for me because I was thinking about what's going to happen next. Like, is there going to be graduation? Am I going to be able to say goodbye to my friends? Like, am I supposed to move out of my dorm? Like, am I able to move out of my dorm right away? Like, when do I have to do that? Um, so there's a lot of emotions crying <laughs> yeah. because I was so upset about, like, what I had to think about next. Like, what was mm-hmm. going to happen for everything going on this next semester? Yeah, I remember me and you um, were texting pretty immediately after we got the email. Um, Mm -hmm. And I just remember both of us, and it's like kind of funny looking back now because it feels like forever ago and it really wasn't. (laughs) But we like, we both were like, um, we were sad, but I feel like at that time we were still optimistic. And I feel like that's Mm -hmm. like how a lot of seniors were feeling at that period. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So what was it like? moving back home because you're in a different situation for those who don't know I am a commuter and I am got married this past August um lives at home with our parents or actually lives on campus normally when school isn't actually going normal mm-hmm. and so what was that like for you to move back home and to live with your parents again because that's difficult for a college student to do yeah um it was very difficult for me because I had just for the semester, like figuring out my routine, and I love having a routine of like mm-hmm. going this stuff. I need to go work out. Like yeah. I would get up at eight a.m., go to my classes. I had this like schedule for myself that I love because I love being having something to do at each time of the day. And um, when I came home, I even now I still don't have a routine because I and it's like hard for me to get stuff done because it's like I yeah. have like things I can do like my daughter here has to take care of the dog my mom's on her zoom call so they don't interrupt her calls um and now my dad he retired yesterday (laughs) yeah he's home he needs help like working out in the house like projects in the house and I'm trying to figure out what I can do my classwork because a lot of my professors actually aren't doing the zoom calls they're sending me like audio messages and videos so I can do whatever which is kind of nice but also it gives you the opportunity to kind of procrastinate it. Yes. <laughs> um, and that's been kind of difficult, like making sure I don't procrastinate to the point where I don't do it. Um, <laughs> definitely yeah. something I need to work on a little bit. Um, but it definitely has been a lot harder. Um, there's been days like in the beginning where I just went to sleep because I didn't know what was going to happen. And I was stressing about school. Yep. 
and my internship was definitely an outlet for me and knowing that I can't go there anymore for at least mm-hmm. a week um, was mm-hmm. very difficult for me. Um, also with independency, like not that I can't do things, but the fact that we can't even go outside and like go anywhere is hard yeah. for me. Um, Cause like even on campus, I was like, okay, well like, uh, I'm kind of hungry. Like might as well let's go grab something from Wendy's or yeah. <laughs> just yeah. like a little something or go say hi to a couple friends, like one of their dorms and hang out for a little bit. Um, yeah. And it's just me and my parents. Um, Cause my sister's still at school. <laughs> so yeah. it's definitely hard um, trying to figure out stuff, but um, it's not been like awful. It's not like I can't bear like hanging out with my parents. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have gotten this routine where like they do their work during the day and I do my work. Um, time we're like, okay, like after dinner, which is like around like six ish sometimes, they, like yeah. watch a movie or something to hang out. So like we have some interaction. <laughs> yeah. So, it is kind of nice that I know I have the whole day to like work on my homework and do whatever I want to do. Like, yeah watch videos, watch my TV shows, whatever, yep. and then hang out with them. So it's it's getting better. Yeah. Um, how's it been for you, um, you and Sam? Because you're home now, too? Yeah. So Sam um, is home from work because they're not an essential business. So we've been doing that for a week now. Um, that's been interesting for us because when we were dating – I lived on Huntington's campus, and so we were distanced for most of the week. I went home most weekends, so we were still, I guess, considered distance. I don't know. I don't always consider us a distance because I still yeah. saw them every week. But it's like, still, that wasn't very much. We saw each other like maybe two days, and it wasn't even a full two days because he was in cross-country and track and whatnot. And so then, and then like, we got married, and we had the week like our honeymoon all together, and we came back, and he went back to work, and I went you know, I started getting ready for school and went to school. And so we really have never spent this much time together before. It's not bad or anything. It's just, it's just weird. It's just, and our apartment is very small. We are, (laughs) um, for the listener, if you just imagine your stereotypical newlywed apartment, two rooms, one's a bedroom, one's a living room and kitchen, that's us. Um, And we're in a basement too. So that doesn't help either. Um, so we are feeling we are feeling the four walls coming in on us pretty quickly here. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I mean, we've been pretty good. I have my desk out in the living room. He has his desk in the in our bedroom, and so he plays video games in there, and I get my work done out here. So, so there is that separation during the week, you know, a little bit, which helps a lot. Um, and I feel, I mean, it depends on the day how motivated I am to get things done. Um, I have found already Mondays and Fridays are not my good days at all. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yesterday didn't feel like doing anything and I had a little bit to get done. And today I've gotten quite a bit more done, but you know, it's just, I think it's just a process. Um, and like you, I only have two classes that are on zoom and the rest of them are just videos. And that's, that's kind of rough because I think a lot of us seniors, we already have a bad attitude about it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like we didn't sign up for this, which nobody did. But yeah, you know, we like we like to be self-centered for a little bit and just be like, mm-hmm. I didn't sign up to watch videos of a professor. So I'm definitely missing that professor-student interaction every day. And even like with your classmates, like that's not even even on Zoom. You really it just feels weird. It's not yeah, it's not the same. Like there's really not the same student-professor interaction that you get on campus. Um, and I know a lot of professors feel the same way as we do. Of just this is not the Huntington mantra. This is not how we do things. 
So it's been good, but it's been difficult, but it's been, I mean, it's been okay. Yeah. Paige, can you kind of tell what your journey was um, getting to HU? Yeah. So I knew from like my first day of high school that I wanted to get into at least broadcasting or film um, just because it entertained me so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I had no idea where to start looking at schools like that had film. Like I didn't know, like if I wanted to go across the country, like this mm-hmm. early, like I didn't know mm-hmm. I could be away from home that far. Um, and one of my uh, best friends, her sister actually went to Huntington for film too. She um, was like, you guys should just come visit. Like use one of your visits. You could stay here. Like we can kind of hang out and stuff. And I was like, well, might as well. Like a day off of high school is fine. Like the worst that could happen is like, I don't have to go to school. Like, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, I went to the campus um, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so pretty. Like this mm-hmm. looks really nice here. And I always wanted like a smaller school um, mm-hmm. just because like I, I'm like a pretty shy person and I was like I don't think I could do well with like IU or anything yeah (laughs) um but yeah but I met with Lance Clark who was like the head of film and he talked to me about what I was interested in what I wanted to do and I told him like I wasn't sure if I wanted to do broadcasting or film because I liked both of them Mm -hmm. um and he actually told me I could um double degree at Huntington um and do both of them um, mm-hmm. And if I ever wanted to switch out of one of them, I could. Like, so I had to decide right away. So that was yeah. definitely a plus. Um, and then getting to know that, like, from day one, I was going to be able to touch cameras, um, get to work with broadcasting and, like, broadcast games from, like, the very first week yeah. um, was, like, super amazing because a bunch of other schools, like Ball State and that, were like, oh, yeah, you have to wait till like, your junior year to touch a camera. And mm-hmm. that just didn't seem, like, very good for me. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm a very visual learner, so... Huntington was definitely, like, my number one choice, and I was like, if I don't get in, like, where am I going to go? <laughs> um, that was probably my biggest, like, thing. I just was so committed to get to Huntington at that point, um, and so when I got my acceptance letter and I got in, I was, I was just so ready for that second. I was like, I'm done with high school. I'm done with the summer. Like, we can just skip summer. I'm going right to Huntington. Yeah. So, yeah, that's probably how mine went. Um, it was definitely, like, a long journey to try and figure out um, to make sure that Huntington was the best fit for me. But um, in the end, I honestly think, like, there isn't a better fit for me to go to any other school. Yeah, so I'm kind of similar, kind of not. Mm-hmm. I'm semi-grace, so I'm complicated. Yeah. <laughs> um, when I was a senior in high school, I was submitted to only going to a two-year college. And so Huntington was not really on my radar, and I was going to go into graphic design. Um, but then I took my second round of broadcasting classes in high school, and that class was college credit, and it was through Huntington. So that's kind of how I came to know who they were. Um, and so then, but I was still committed with graphic design. And then I can vividly remember me and my mom going to Arby's. I don't know why I remember this. <laughs> but we went to Arby's, and we were just talking about, um, it was like September of senior year. And my mom was just talking to me about applications and things of that sort. And I'd gone into a two-year college, but she could tell I really wasn't excited about going into graphic design. I enjoy it, but I wouldn't say it's my main passion. And so then my mom's like, well, what about broadcasting? And that was the first time I was like, oh, broadcasting can be a career? I had no idea. (laughs) You know, it's just like, it's one of those things you just do if your high school offers it and you don't think about it as a career. And like, it's funny now looking back because growing up, um, I was like that 
middle school high schooler who would go home and I would watch the six o'clock news after school don't know why but I <laughs> to watch it so like WNDU WCT were like my show growing up as a kid oh, yeah. and so so yeah so then so my mom said that to me and I was like well okay but like you know I was putting everything off so I didn't hadn't taken like the SAT or like anything to prepare myself mm-hmm. for a four-year college so then all of a sudden I started looking into colleges and I'm doing the typical high school senior and staying up super late trying to figure it out because early deadline was coming up. It's like the end of September. And so then randomly offhand, my dad goes, well, what about Huntington? And I was like, again, me just like not thinking. I'm taking a class through them, but I'm not thinking about them. I'm like, oh, that would be a good place to look. And so then so then I took my SAT. I signed up for my SAT right before fall break and I took Mm -hmm. my SAT and then during fall break I went and visited Huntington, Spring Arbor, and Manchester and I did Huntington first and I just remember going to those other two and I just didn't care. I was like Huntington is where I need to go. You know you just walk on that campus and it's so beautiful and especially in the fall I was like this is where I belong. I was like it's small it's you know we're kind of our own little city within Huntington. Um, It's kind of the dream um, for me and my older brother went to Purdue and I knew I didn't want to go to school that big because I got scared every time I went to visit him. <laughs> and, so, and so then I committed to Huntington. And so then I put in, I started doing applications after my, after I went on my visits and whatnot. And I finished Huntington right away. And then like Spring Arbor and Manchester, I was like putting off cause they were like, you know, if I don't get in Huntington, maybe I'll go here. And then um, I got Huntington's acceptance letter like two or three weeks later and hadn't even finished the other two yet. I just kept putting them off. Uh-huh. And so then I got accepted. And I was the same way. As soon as I got accepted, I was like, all right, let's go. I mean, yeah. I still had a full year of senior year left. But <laughs> I was like, I was like, I figured this out in a month, which, you know, if you know me, it's not surprising at all that yeah. I would make that drastic change from a two-year-old completely different major to this and mm-hmm. then I got to Huntington and I actually came a week early which was kind of out of my comfort zone to be honest with you at that time period um, I came a week early when it was just the broadcasting freshman that came and we had broadcast boot camp and that's where I met the legendary Logan Hunt um, <laughs> and if you know Logan Hunt you know what I'm talking about you meet him and you know who Huntington is yeah. um, you know and he was just so welcoming and it was like kind of from that moment where I was like wow like this is really where I should be and so yeah so like just from that moment it's kind of been full force and you know four years ago which seems insane that it was that long ago um I don't know kind of sum up you know your college experience we can kind of go back and forth we've done a lot of things together but just kind of some stories that you remember from Huntington oh wow um I know it's a lot of I, I was trying to think of some um yeah I think my favorite thing is um like how like small the community is and mm-hmm. stuff um just because like you see so many people and everyone says hi to you like even if they don't know you like I've had random people like even my seniors like hey how's it going I'm like good and they're like you know them I'm oh, like I know. <laughs> but it's just like so nice like people aren't like scared to say hi to you even if they don't know you um and that was kind of like, nice for me because like even on my sad days there'd be people that like just come up like hey how's it going <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh wow, like that just lifted my time, like or my day up. Like yeah. it's so nice. Um and definitely like being able to get close to people. Um, mm-hmm. especially like when you said like Logan, like Logan was like 
accepting of like everybody and like mm-hmm. always hung out with like us even though he's a junior we're like Steve's freshman I have no idea what we're doing he really um, came through with the big brother card let me tell you oh yeah not, no better college big brother than Logan Hunt let me tell yeah. you yeah. <laughs> and he was the one that showed us like all like the fun places to go like Lowe's like I yeah. probably would have never gone to Lowe's if I didn't exactly. know because of him <laughs> and some of like the freshman stuff that happened like freshman year was like so much happened freshman year like yeah just like having that community and uh, hanging out at the hub I think I missed that the most this year yeah. they um are redoing the hub going to the hub like late at night getting a hub sandwich um that was yeah. always like really fun to do what about you yeah I would say the same thing I think just going off the community thing I think for me because I came from a big high school um coming to a college that is actually smaller than my high school was like really weird for me but like in a good way as far as like community like you bond with people immediately like there is no like wait time from when you get here everyone just kind of and I think a part of just uh just how Huntington is but it's just like everybody looks out for each other whether that's a professor or you know your peers or whoever is on campus like everyone looks out for each other and we're all just you know it's just very interesting because like for me, I had, like, a family emergency event type thing happen every single semester of yeah. my college career. And so I just remember, yeah, I remember just, um, I forget who I was talking to one day, but I just looked at them and I said, I'm glad I'm not going through this at, like, a state school like Purdue or IU because it would be completely different. My professors would not be checking in on me every so oh, often yeah. to make sure I'm okay and, like, yeah, I had my close friends, but it's, like, the entire broadcasting department was, like, checking in on me, like, all the time through all of the things that happened. And so I just remember, you know, it's just, like, that community, you don't get that very many places, and Huntington yeah. is just, you know, it's that place for that. It's a, that small school, but I don't even know if it's just small school. I think it's just, like, a very special Huntington thing where, mm-hmm. like, we are family no matter where you are. And so, yeah, so I would say that's one of my favorites, too. Mm-hmm. I would say another one is our Chicago trip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was, that was a one. that was a good trip. Uh-huh. We were packed in a van with broadcasting and film students going to yeah. Chicago. God bless Adam Widener and Lance <laughs> for dealing with all of this. Yeah. yeah, because film was like big too. It wasn't just broadcasting classes big. Our senior class is just big. Yeah, that was that whole trip was just fun because didn't we go to, like, went to the Bean, and then we got Giordano's pizza and, like, ate, like, yep. near the Bean. Like, I think, like, they just found these random benches, and we're like, oh, yep. we're just going to eat here. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, because we went to that, because um, we did, like, a film thing and a broadcasting thing, which I thought was really cool to see both sides of it. But yeah. we went to, like, that editing-type place first for film. I forget what it was called. I don't remember what it's called. And then we went to one of the news stations in Chicago also. So we got to see yeah. that aspect. I remember me and you seeing the control room at that <laughs> news station. Seeing, like, the TD working. We're like, oh, my gosh. And everyone's like, oh, that's a lot of buttons. I'm like, oh, it's so cool. <laughs> Adam, I remember, I think Adam had to, like, I think Adam had to, like, drag us out of it. Uh-huh. We just, like, wouldn't leave. He's like, girls, let's go. <laughs> I was like, this is my realm, Adam, this is my realm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you feel like you've developed, like, in, like, film or broadcasting for you, either one, of just, mm-hmm. like, 
what did you think you wanted to do? And did that change like why you were at Huntington and going through the classes? Yeah. So um, in film, I definitely grew a ton because I hardly knew how to use a camera. I was like, I don't know what a GH4 is or what a red camera is. Like, what is that? Like, I have no idea. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you're supposed to know how to use that. And I'm like, um, I'm, I use some type of camera in broadcast, like, in my high school, yeah. but I had no idea what it was. Um, and, like, from day one, they're, like, teaching me, like, little things about them, like, how to do the iris and the focus. And, like, it sounds stupid because, like, some kids in my class knew how to do it, but a lot of us didn't. So it's kind of mm-hmm. nice that I wasn't, like, the only one, like, learning this stuff. So yeah. they, like, started from the very basic stuff, of, like, how to use the iris and that. And that was, like, super helpful because, like, we had so many projects that, like, focused in on that. So it was helpful for me to remember how to use it after doing that project. They have these tutorials called Linda Tutorials. And no one else so, asked us how to do them. And I was so upset. But they were actually more helpful. I think the hours yeah, they were. of talking. Yeah. Like how to do shortcuts, <laughs> but they were so helpful. Like in teaching me how to do that, um, and Premiere is so much easier than iMovie. Like I tried using iMovie to help my dad edit something for work. And film also, I was always wanted to travel abroad, and mm-hmm. I was very scared to do it because I was like, I've never done it before. Mm-hmm. Um, and my freshman year, they had me go to Lithuania, um, which oh, yeah. is near Poland. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. I got to associate produce like a film out there. Um, and that was, like, a huge thing. So I was like, I don't even know what I want to do. But I was like, I think I want to produce. Like, I was like, I don't know, because I definitely don't want to do cameras. Yeah. <laughs> um, my whole class was like, I want to do cameras. And I was like, I, I don't know what I want, but I know I don't want to do cameras. And I didn't know what else <laughs> I really was. You're like, why don't you try producing? Because you look like you're a person that wants to organize things. So I was like, okay. <laughs> um, and that got me into, like, wanting to produce. And, like, since my freshman year, Jane Term, um, I've been producing, like, that's really evolved through the years because um, I've gotten better and better at it like trying to figure out like places to get like how to contact people the right way to make an email like and not being mm-hmm. pushy about it <laughs> yeah because um, that's definitely hard like in the business mm-hmm. um, and then it's broadcasting um, the only thing I really did was do like a standstill camera in high school like for our mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, and I also did TVing a little bit. Um, I did enjoy it a lot. And um, Adam had actually asked me, I mean, he asked, like, everybody what they wanted to do um, or what they liked doing. And, like, I said that. Um, and he had one of the teachers, um, Randy Orr, help me, like, learn how to use their teeing system, which wasn't actually that much different um, yeah. than when I used in high school. So that was kind of nice to be able to, like, grow from that and, she was so helpful like in times when I was like I I kind of want to do it but I don't want to do it alone so like she like kind of co-tv'd with me a couple yep. of shows um <laughs> which was so scary because like what if I mess up like it shows on YouTube like oh my gosh <laughs> yep. so nerve-wracking um but they were fine um and in with sports too like Logan and, and even Justin Coleman who's like yes. a year older than us um were so helpful and I was trying to figure out how to use their cameras for the broadcast which were alive and had a bunch of people watching. Yep. So it was definitely also a scary time, but it was really great to get to know from day one, like how everything worked. Um, and mm-hmm. I definitely grown with like getting more creative shots, like in the basketball mm-hmm. games. And yeah. And catch, like who's who, like, and if I don't know them, like personally, yep. if I know their number, like, yeah, it's definitely been a lot of growing since my freshman year. Like I definitely um, feel a lot more confident 
Um, I have other people that I know um, who like on the ball state and stuff. And I am definitely more advanced, like not trying to cocky or anything. Yeah. But I know quite a bit more than them because like they yeah. haven't started until their junior year. So yeah. what about you? How do you improve? Well, when I came in to Huntington, I wanted to be an investigative reporter. And it was going to be Miss Emma Grace Investigates or something like that. <laughs> I forget. They, they, oh, came I up, they came up with it for me in high school. Um, mm-hmm. But then somehow in college, you know, CM developed my radio name, which is Miss Emma Grace, which people keep telling me I need to change because I'm married now. And I just can't do it. Because no. <laughs> it's my radio name. I don't think I yeah. can change it. It's my identity for the past four years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Sorry. But anyway, so when I came in, I wanted to be an investigative reporter. And then when we did, like, the – when it was, like, the welcome weekend and we had to sign up for classes, I was doing it with Adam and Lance, and they asked me if I wanted to do radio or if I wanted to do news. And I was like, you know what, I think I'm going to do radio because I've done news in high school for, like, the past two years. And so I wanted to take kind of a break from it, and I hadn't really explored radio yet. Well, then I got into radio, (laughs) and – um that I just fell in love with it from the way I started it. Um, when I came in, Forrester Radio was not much of anything. Um, yeah. It was just a room, and people were like, yeah, we got an FM radio station down there, and it plays top 40 music. But that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> I was like, okay, I feel like we could do more of this. But I don't even really know how I got started in taking over, but somewhere along the way, Adam had me take over, and um, – I've flown from there um, and gone more from, for a while I thought, oh, I'll be an on-air host, which I enjoy. I enjoy doing interviews, um, but I've really taken on this leadership type role, marketing type role um, mm-hmm. as the station manager at the school. Um, and so I would say I've developed in that area of just not limiting myself to one area of radio, but kind of like, oh, I like all these areas and it's developed and I've definitely when I came in, I would say I'm a, I was a very timid person. I was very shy and quiet, and yeah. I'm not anymore. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm the person, if anyone, any students listening to this, I'm the one who yells, is that Lance Clark across campus? <laughs> that is me. I will admit it. <laughs> um, but anyway, so it's like I've, I've, my personality has developed a lot. In high school, I didn't do very much other than cross-country, and now I do all kinds of things um, on Huntington's campus and um, proudly have owned the, the radio girl name that some people call me on campus because they don't know my real name. Yeah. And they just, they just know I'm the radio girl. And I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. I love it. <laughs> Uh-huh. Let me be the radio girl. But it's like, yeah, so that's been for me. I just developed my love for storytelling, I think, over the years. I've always loved stories and hearing people's stories. But now, like, recognizing that radio is such a great avenue. Like, right now, like, during this pandemic, like, the fact that we're going to be able to tell, like, senior stories and not necessarily the sad part of it, but more of the, this is my journey and this is why I love HU type of a situation. Yeah. I think that's so cool because, like, our news team on campus and our sports team, they can't really do anything because news doesn't have access to the cameras right now and sports, well, there's no sports going on. So there's nothing for them to broadcast. So it's like for radio, it's just like one of those things. And, you know, I'm super passionate about this and I'll try not to go on a rant about that, how 
radio is still important to society today and um, there's still reason behind why we need it and that um, I've kind of become I don't know if activist is the right word but I'm very passionate about radio and making sure people understand that like hey it's not dying I know people think it's going to change and it's going to have to adapt for sure but I don't think Mm -hmm. it's going to die people still love radio they love to get their they're free tickets on the radio and they love that one-on-one basis that you get in the car every day. And, you know, that may develop a little bit, but um, mm-hmm. I would say for sure, that's me. I've very much turned into a very passionate radio person that, um, yeah, I think my passion just for storytelling and radio has really developed over the years. And it kind of showed me that, yeah, I wanted to be an investigative journalist for the story aspect, but I realized I can do more than just kind of those sad stories that you do in an investigative journalist position. I can kind of do the same thing in radio, but it's more, you know, you can get some more happy stories. <laughs> it's not so yeah. depressing as news. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, just even the two of us, how much we've both changed over the four years. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I've changed. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just like, it's just one of those things where it's like, I can ima- I can see myself freshman year in my, you know, first class of college, it was Bib Hit Lit, which I would soon find out is a very difficult class. <laughs> um, but I just remember going to that class the first day and being like, wow, this is my life now. And then like, you know, going to those first TV classes and saying, like, oh, this is what I'm doing now. And now it's just like, oh, now it's over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, so I know things are kind of strange because of this pandemic and all of our futures are kind of out of pause, but what are your plans for after graduation, if you have any? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out because, um, I was planning on hopefully getting a job with my internship here in South Bend, um, because I have been commuting, um, every Thursday and sometimes Tuesdays to South Bend, which has been difficult, but it's Mm -hmm. definitely been, um, something I've really enjoyed because I love my internship. Um, and I'm working with this place called Miles Media, and they're like mm-hmm. a small film company, and they do things that are like really impactful um, with the community. It's kind of based on like Christianity and um, like different Christian things. Like we're working on this thing called Nimrod and Google Mesh, and we're talking about like whether they're related and like whether um, one impacted the other or not, um, and getting, kind of getting interviews for that and doing like kind of a reenactment um, of Adam and Eve. So that's been like kind yeah. of cool how that goes um but it's something I definitely like like doing yeah um, and so this internship um I'm still hoping yeah this is all over I can work for them but if not I have also been applying to jobs fixing my resume yeah it's been annoying I yeah my resume it's not no job has the exact same things that you have to have on your no, nope. nope. different for every job, and I'm like, oh my gosh, did I just get a job already? <laughs> I um, know, but it is definitely difficult um, knowing that a bunch of people are getting laid off or in unemployment right now, at least for this time being. And yeah, um, it's a little scary not knowing where I'm gonna be. Um, yeah. At this point, I at least wanted to know that like I was getting interviews and stuff. So. But, yeah, it's definitely going to be a little bit difficult, especially with graduation and trying to figure everything out before then or even have to wait till after then. But, um, yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. about you? What are your plans? Yeah. So, for me, as of now, I'm going to start working for the radio stations here in Warsaw, um, and I'll do sales and whatnot for them. I did some 
um, board offing for them this past basketball season, which was super awesome. Um, yeah. I got to work with two legends around here, Tim and Rita, um, and they're just super fun people. And um, just to work with them was an incredible honor and just uh, was, I don't know, there was no way to describe it other than fun. I looked forward to going to work all the time, and I was really sad when we got cut short because of all the sports um, being canceled and things of that sort. Um, but I'll be going and working for them in sales, hopefully. Um, I'm not quite sure. Kind of like you, kind of like every senior right now, if you did have a job lined up, you still don't know what that's yeah. going to look like. You may still be able to work there, but it might be a little bit longer before you get to work there, mm-hmm. um, which is totally understandable. Um, and so I think a lot of seniors this next month will be starting to contact their employers and just trying to figure out what this is going to mean for them after graduation um for a lot of us you know it's just kind of it's a weird time to graduate college let me tell you (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah because it's like we're all like trying to be proactive but it's like at the same time we know everybody's in the same boat and that like employers aren't ignoring us or anything it's just like Mm -hmm. hey um (laughs) We don't know yet what's going to yeah. happen. Yeah, <laughs> so, they yeah. Don't know. yeah, they don't know financially where they're going to be at when this is over because who knows how long it's going to last. So um, to wrap up, any um, let's do advice. Let's do senior advice. Um, so for people who are going into the college, a freshman year is going to be your hardest year. Like no matter what you think, like if you take yes. these classes, because um, the social aspect, is like a whirlwind like there's freshman dating season like not everyone does it but it's definitely something that happens when you don't plan for it um yeah and there's a bunch of other things that like you're trying to get into your schedule like you're gonna be homesick you're gonna have all of these issues and you're gonna want to give up um because there's yeah. a couple times even I was like I just want to like go home I'm done with yep. these people they piss me off <laughs> yep. so yeah, I've had a hard time just like friends in that and like just trying to work through things but you just have to keep going with it because it does get better and like when you look back on it you're like man I was so stupid as a freshman <laughs> yeah. like, the things I like remember like in my classes like I was like man I could have done so much better if I just put a little bit more effort into it um I think that's another thing like just making sure you're not slacking letting the social aspect take over um even mm-hmm. if you're not a freshman because that's something that's yeah. really hard because <laughs> your friends yeah. like hey you want to go to the movies and you're supposed to be writing your paper for academic writing and research. You're like, I could do it in the morning at like 5 a.m. and finish yeah. it before class. Yeah. Um, I definitely did that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was not a great plan. And, um, yeah. Just like kind of making sure you do have somewhat of a schedule for you. Like, you don't have to plan out like when you're going to hang out with people, but yeah. making sure you have plenty of time to like yeah. be social and get your homework done yeah. is, is my biggest thing. Yeah. Um, for me, I have two, and I'm sure you've heard this because I tell our incoming freshmen this every year at broadcast uh-huh. boot camp. But my first one is um, it's not cool, kind of like what you said, it's not cool to pull an all-nighter for our freshmen. Yeah. Um, don't do it if you don't have to. Um, my younger brother was a freshman in college this year, and I told him this piece of advice, and he goes, that was the best advice you've ever given me. So <laughs> there it comes. My my little brother, who normally doesn't listen to my advice, listens to it and, and is thankful for it. So to all you freshmen, incoming or whatever, it's not cool to stay up all night. Sometimes you have to. You do have to once in a while for college, mm-hmm. but you don't you don't have to do it on purpose. Like it's okay. Yeah. You can get your homework done early. It'll be okay, I promise. Yeah. It's actually better. 
And then um, my second one would be start doing internships as early as you can. Mm -hmm. Um, I did, I think I did three internships altogether. Mm -hmm. And I had my first one my freshman year of college. Um, And I would say that was the best thing I ever did because it furthered me beyond the classroom as far as my Mm -hmm. career. And I have um, a lot more knowledge going into the workforce than I would have had just going to classes and maybe doing um, an internship later. I know you've done two internships and then, yeah. And then I did three all together and you did some other stuff too with sales and yeah. whatnot. And so it's like just getting that experience outside the classroom is like mm-hmm. my biggest thing. And um, I'm a big, big podcast person also. Um, and so just listening to podcasts in your career field helps mm-hmm. a lot. For me, I did it because I'm in broadcasting, and so we interview a lot, and so I listen to podcasts to listen to how people interview, <laughs> because yeah. I'm weird, because I'm weird like that, but <laughs> other people, it, it really did, like, you know, it really developed my my interviewing skills by listen, watching other people interview Thank you, Paige, others. for joining me for this but, first yeah. episode of Rooted Senior Conversations. If you are a senior and would like to be highlighted on this series, please email our station manager, Miss Emma Grace, at layman at huntington.edu. That's L-E-H-M-A-N-E at huntington.edu. Or by contacting us on our social media platforms. And thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to Rooted on your preferred podcast app. And remember, you can listen to Forrester Radio anytime, anywhere on forresterradio.com. Stay safe and stay rooted, H.U.